I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out with your card out. Hopefully, uh, last week wasn't uh, too obscure for you, because uh, we're going really, not obscure, but really weird. I ho hopefully, uh, Aerobiz was, mm, let's say, a little bit more mainstream for you. I know, a uh, Tecmo uh, business simulation game that is effectively just like fucking spreadsheets with some music in it is, and occasional graphics, uh, I don't know, isn't exactly what I would consider on the forefront of most people's minds, but Aerobiz has always been one of those things that I it was like, oh yeah, I really like these for some ungodly reason, and, jeez, anyway, it doesn't matter, because what we're doing this week is the arcade shooter, yes, another vertical scrolling shooter, Hot Dog Storm. Hot Dog Storm is a game that was developed by Marble Incorporated and released sometime in 1996 for the arcade. It's a little bit of an odd duck in that it's got some really great cover art, I guess, a really good soundtrack, and it's just a pretty, like, eh, fine vertical scrolling shooter. It kind of comes on the heels, or not comes on the heels, but is like... Comes like right on the cusp of Cave, the people that are known for bullet hell shooters, kind of coming into the, let's say, business and starting to put out games that are sort of defining the vertical shooting space. And then this is kind of like eh, harkens back to like older titles and stuff. It's 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 fine. I played a little bit of it. It's fine, but the game itself is actually, or not the game itself, but the soundtrack itself is actually really fun. So I was like, hey, you know what? This seems like a uh, perfect thing for Rocket With Your Card Out, a, a really ridiculous name with a uh, cool cover art or cabinet art, whatever you want to call it, and really good music. So I was like, hey, Hot Dog, hot dog Storm, here we go, baby. All right, so the music was composed by Fumito Tamiyama, Shigenori Masuko, and Yoko Kawashima. Now, uh, Tamiyama worked on a couple of games, and most of these people worked on a few games together. Uh, let me see, Tamiyama worked on the NES game Widget, Decap Attack, Socket, Linkle Liver Story, which um, might be something we circle back around to just for the name by itself, which is a uh, Saturn action RPG, and a few Beat Mania games for the Game Boy, I believe. Uh, Shigenori Masuko uh, d worked on Socket, Airgrave, another uh, vertical scrolling shooter that will probably make an appearance on this podcast at some point, because that's just how I roll, baby. Um, a couple Beat Mania games, I think the same ones uh, that Tamayama worked on. Frogger 2, and some sound for Radiant Historia. Uh, Yoko Kawashima didn't have as much of a, like, I would say, like, notable catalog here, but uh, they also worked on, she also worked on Widget, Sockets, and Magical Drop F. So yeah, so this is uh, what we're going to be listening to today, is Hot Dog Storm. I know you know that at this point, but I just love saying Hot Dog Storm. <laughs> it's just such a stupid goddamn name. Oh, anyway, okay, so the first thing we're going to be listening to here is the opening demo.
yeah, checking the soundtrack out, I just kind of was like the one that I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 we're, I'm gonna have to listen to this whole thing. I mean, Hot Dog Storm, just by itself, deserves being checked out just because of, like, what a ridiculous name it is, but then the soundtrack, like, there's that opening demo, I was like, okay, this got, this is enough to get my attention, let's go ahead and check out the rest of it, so, alright, let's listen to the next one, and that is the title theme. Kind of funky. I think it's a little bit of slot bass going on there, and yeah, kind of like it. So this, if this was the first thing I heard, might have just kind of passed it by. Maybe checked out the next track and moved on if it didn't catch me quite a quite a bit. But you know, I, it's fine. It's fine. It led to the rest of this, and what we're gonna do is go on to the next one because yeah, like I said, this one's fine. And the next track we're gonna be listening to is Stage One. This, right after the opening demo theme, would have gotten my attention. Um, the title theme, like I said, was kind of like, a, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe the soundtrack isn't that great. And then I get to this, my like, oh, okay, no, I, I'm, I'm digging this thing. The the higher pitch stuff here just really catches my ear. It's got a like, great just like rhythm melody to it, whatever you want to call it. Again, um, this is... <laughs> I talked about this on a podcast that I recorded already that I'm still editing. Um, it was an interview with a chiptune musician and just musician in general, um, Trevor. 
Trevor Lentz. And, you know, I'm not very good at this aspect of breaking down tracks and, like, why I like them and, like, the technical terms for them, yada, yada, yada. That's not my strong suit. I think my strong suit, if I have one, is bringing attention to music that maybe gets overlooked in the general, like, VGM conversation, if you will. And it's, it just, I, f- I always felt like, hey, you know, there's plenty of people out there who put out stuff that, you know, can intelligently describe, like, why the Chrono Cross soundtrack is so amazing, or the, the uh, you know, the secret behind uh, Secret of Mana, why it sounds so good, and what it does uh, sonically, that yada, 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 you know, that's all well and good. That is not my forte. My forte is finding shit like Hot Dog Storm and Illumination Laser and bringing it to your guys' attention. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um, next, next one we're going to be listening to is the Boss 1 theme, f- or, yeah, the Boss 1 theme, which is for the Boss on stage one and three. fine not exactly what i would consider the most rocking of boss themes but you know it, it does its job it's got its moments where it kind of picks up and you're like oh okay cool i dig this it's one of those that you know i can kind of skip it when i'm listening to the soundtrack uh you know so far we've got the uh, you know opening theme in stage one and it's like okay or the opening demo theme in stage one and it's like you know this is this is pretty good stuff so far so all right here is the uh stage clear i wouldn't say like song because it's you know just not incredibly long but anyway here it is Fine. I mean, it works pretty well. It's catchy, and that's all you really need for something when you that clear stage. You don't need something incredibly long or too incredibly memorable. It just does what it needs to do and moves on. So, yeah. Speaking of moving on, we're going to do right that into the stage two theme. Yeah, I'm just barreling right through this one, huh, buddy? <laughs> Thank you. 
I think the thing that Hot Dog Storm does that's maybe a little bit not interesting, but maybe sets it apart a little bit from a lot of other shooters I've covered on the podcast is the sort of trajectory of the tracks as far as, you know, I've gone over this before where I feel like a lot of shooters, they sort of do this build up, especially like in a five stage thing where, you know, the first one is catchy and really gets you moving so you can feel confident. The second one is a little bit tougher, but, you know, you still feel pretty confident than the third one. I'm talking like the music is a good supplementary thing to that. And then the third one kind of ramps up the difficulty. Like, oh, hell, ah, oh, geez, okay, things are getting rough. I got to concentrate. This, it feels like stage two kind of does the ramp things up kind of in the difficulty stage and makes you concentrate a little bit more, which might not be necessary in the second stage. But, you know, I mean, it's an arcade shooter, so if you just want to throw infinite quarters at it, that's fine. But, you know, it sort of defeats the purpose and negates any uh, skill you can obtain in playing this sort of thing, which I, I enjoy. I'm not the greatest at these shooters in the least because you know if you i've never been able to do like a one credit run basically on anything even ikaruga which i ended up getting not good at but decent at that i could beat the game without continuing on the gamecube this is like you know 20 years ago at this point but you know um i was able to actually go ahead and you know finish that thing around 20 years 50 whatever uh, i don't know why i'm second guessing myself you guys probably knew what i meant just throwing numbers out there um that i got good enough that i was able to beat it with one credit effectively i wasn't able to not die without playing it but i could beat it with one credit and you know i had a couple of friends who you know they were like oh holy shit you did get good at this thing and it's not like i'm not amazing i'm just satisfactory in being able to play it so yeah um, anyway, we're going to move on to the Boss 2 theme for uh, this one and Stage 4 as well. Like, the boss music in here isn't incredibly strong. I think it's good. It's just not what you would expect, I think, especially, like, a mid-level boss kind of, or not a mid-level boss, but, like, you know, something you'd fight, like, a third of the way through the game or halfway through the game or, you know, it just, it doesn't really seem to fit, or in this case, a fifth of the way through the game because there's five stages. Jeez, I'm good at math. <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah, it, it's just one of those things that it's just, like, it, it's catchy, it's good, it's good boss music all in all, but for the most part, it just doesn't really feel like it's where it should be at as far as tempo and like the intimidation feel goes when you're playing something like this. Um, speaking of intimidation feel, we're going to move on to the stage three theme. Um, I know that, um, that segue was uh, maybe tenuous at best, but it's what I've got and I'm the host you've got. So we're just going to roll with it and play that music, baby.
You know, maybe I misspoke earlier. I'm listening to this again after, like, thinking about that context. I kind of feel like this is actually good mid-level game music for a, uh, you know, vertical scrolling shooter. Like, it definitely feels like something you've got to concentrate to. Things have definitely taken a turn for the harder. And all of a sudden, like, it went from, oh, this is a cakewalk. I can maybe go through the first stage on a quarter or two to, oh, boy, I've really got to start, like, kind of concentrating on what I'm going to do if I'm going to make it through this goddamn game with, uh, you know, any money left in my pocket. It's got a good intensity to it. It, you know, I've talked about this again multiple times. It aspires a level of um, concentration or aspires to a level of concentration that's needed to get through the stage. And I think, again, that is something I look for in these, uh, um, you know, in these shooter soundtracks that they supplement the game very well. Not necessarily that like, oh, the music in this is fantastic. You know, we're like Metal Black. It definitely um, has an amazing soundtrack. And I love that soundtrack. It just you know, sometimes can be a little weird. Um, Alex Messenger over on uh, a video game journey podcast. He, when I brought uh, the opening track, boy, I'm forgetting the name of it off the top of my head. But um, when I brought that one to his attention and suggested he play that and that being the stage one theme for a vertical or side scrolling shooter, he was kind of like, this is the stage one theme. I wouldn't have expected this. And that's kind of the way I feel with that whole soundtrack is sometimes it's like, what the hell is this soundtrack doing for what it's, you know, doing on the screen? It doesn't really seem to mash up, but it God, it's just so good. Anyway, uh, we're talking about Hot Dog Storm here, which is uh, a amazing title for a mediocre game. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and move on to the next track, and that is the Stage 4 theme, which, I again, I'm gonna, think I'm going to have to eat my words from just a few minutes ago and say that, yeah, I think this soundtrack might actually follow that discipline of ramping up intensity and building confidence, tearing your confidence down, and then sort of building it back up once you've gotten over the hump. So, anyway, uh, yeah, here's Stage 4. See what I mean? There's a little bit of that sort of like confidence thing, the the like the this kind of scaling thing going on there that ramps up the intensity, but at the same time, like it's slowed down enough that you kind of still feel confident. Like there's a bit of that speeding up thing to let you know, like, hey, you got this, you can do this thing. 
and but it's still slow enough that you're kind of like you still got to concentrate because you're on the last leg of this but you're not quite there yet and again i i really appreciate when a shooter does this because it really sets the tone very well it might be a little i don't want to say stereotypical but maybe a little formatted a little obvious at times but it's something i appreciate when i'm playing a video game like this because it's it's what i'm going there for i want something that supplements the game i don't necessarily want something that stands out on its own is just completely like hey what the hell am i listening to this does not match at all what I'm like here for. Again, Metal Black, exception to the rule, because that is just an amazing soundtrack and a really good shooter, even if it is a little, again, um, all over the place sonically <laughs> at times. So yeah. Uh, speaking of all over the place sonically, why don't you take a pause from this, go over to the show notes and go to patreon.com slash games and junk. I've got those in the show notes. Too, or I got that link in the show notes there. You can just hit that and go right over there. Over there, you can kick in a dollar and get a hearty thank you for me on the uh, on the Patreon message thing. Um, if you want to kick in more, you can do $3 a month and you will get, a, I would say, a substantial amount of rewards back. For $3 a month, you will get the bonus episodes of Rock Out With Your Card Out, which are called the Dream Events. Those, I take a look back at the games that came out in the half of the month that we're in, in the in like five-year increments. So, the latest one that was going to be coming out here in a few days, we're going to be looking at the games that came out in the beginning of September in 1986, 1991, 1996, 2001, 2006, 2011, 2016. I, you know, obviously not doing the 2021s because that would make no sense. And this is going to be really hard for me to break this habit of saying this once we roll over to 2022 because, dear God, I'm just getting the hang of these, uh, you know, ones and sixes here. Uh, but yeah, you'll get bonus episodes of that. The last one was like three hours long. The next one is, I'm going to try to not make it longer. The last one was three hours long because I was a little late on it and on the previous one. So I was like, oh, okay, to make up for this, I'm going to just make this one really long and really kick ass and really go for it with the music. Um, you also get all the, sh um, actually you also get, um, on the video game movie podcast I do, Multimedia Failure, you will also get bonus segments there, which add uh, sometimes a half hour, sometimes an extra 45 minutes, sometimes doubles the damn show length if you want to there. And, you know, that is um, us ranking video game movies against themselves, which, you know, we were originally going for every single one, and it turns out um, some of them aren't worth covering. Hi, Uva Bowl movies, you guys suck, so we're not doing you anymore. <laughs> Um, you will also get all the shows I do here uh, at the Games and Junk Network, which is effectively all the podcasts I do, on a handy catch-all feed, and also at a higher quality audio rate, which comes in handy for this show because, yeah, you want a higher quality audio rate for the really good music we're listening to, right? And also, at the $5 tier, you will not only get the stuff I mentioned on the previous tier, but you also get a shout-out on the show. So, I got a shout-out to Vanessa Cahill, John Lucero, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric and Nathan Cooper for kicking in the money and helping me justify this to my family and myself at times because yeah. Also, Nathan Cooper, happy birthday, man. Um, it was just his birthday a few days ago. So if you, I guess you're not probably friends with him on Facebook. I, if you're listening to this, maybe you are Alex and a couple other people, but yeah, um, I said it proper to him on Facebook, but also I just want to say it on the show. Happy birthday, Nathan. Hope you enjoy it. And I really appreciate your support, man. It means a lot to me. Uh, I, with that, I think that wraps up the Patreon bullshit. So why don't we go ahead and uh, get back to the music on Hot Dog Storm. God, what a <laughs> so stupid. I was actually playing the soundtrack in the car a few times, driving back and f driving my kids back and forth from school. And my uh, 10 year old daughter, who, you know, you've heard a few episodes back. She uh, she was like, is this is this game called Hot Dog Storm? I was like, yep. She's like, that is so stupid. I love it. I was like, OK, cool. My daughter's pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on to the last stage theme, and that is stage five.
All right, maybe eating my words again for the second time here, but I kind of feel like maybe stage five doesn't really match up to what I'm looking for as far as like a stage five or last stage theme goes for a uh, for a shooter. It it I think it does its job for the most part pretty well, but there's a little bit of uh, maybe a little bit too much of an airiness to this track that. I don't feel really ends to the, uh, you know, importance there. Granted, again, you kind of get to this point in the game and you're like, okay, I've got the skill to get through this or enough quarters to pump into the machine or, you know, you're just playing on MAME and just, uh, you know, just mashing the uh, credits button away and that doesn't really matter. But I feel like this one doesn't really do it justice compared to a lot of the other tracks, but, you know, it, it's still good. I really enjoy the soundtrack. I really enjoy that last one. It is just one of those ones that it doesn't necessarily fit with the mood that I think this thing should be going for. So, yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on to the next one, and that is the Boss 3 theme, which is the Stage 5 Boss theme, and also the final Boss theme. Man, that was three different descriptors for the same damn track. Anyway, here it is. Underwhelmed, let's say, with how kind of simple and repetitive this is, this might be maybe the weaker of, of the, it's definitely the weakest of the boss names, but I think it's maybe definitely one of the weakest, if not the weakest track on the soundtrack altogether. Um, you know, the first boss theme was okay, it was fine, this one, it just really doesn't, maybe maybe it's just like Hot Dog Storm and, and it's like you get excited because you're like, oh man, what a stupid name, I gotta check this out, and then you see the cover art for it, or the cabinet art, you're like, that's awesome cabinet or I want to check this out. And then you hear the soundtrack. You're like, oh yeah, I got to play this game. And then you play this game and it's just like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it's at the, uh, you know, stages of, um, not grief, but, um, you know, excitement with a, uh, with a video game that turns out to be not so great is, you know, if, especially if, uh, listening to the soundtrack prior to actually playing it is part of the thing you do. Um, uh, yeah, all in all, again, kind of disappointed with how that last one went. It's not terrible. It just definitely doesn't match up to the standards that I think the rest of the soundtrack kind of sets for how good it is, especially considering the, I forget exactly what hardware this thing is using, but at the time that this came out, the, uh, sound chip was, uh, woefully out of date. And I mean, you know, granted, this is coming from a guy who, you know, 40 years on still listens to chiptune music and shit that he did as a kid but you know i i feel like 
the the industry had sort of moved on from this sort of sound by 1996, and uh, yeah, you know, you get stuff from Cave coming up pretty soon, and yeah, you know, the the, the let's say jump in quality uh, as far as some of that stuff goes is substantial. Like I think this would have been good in the maybe early 90s, maybe yeah, I think this would have been good like in the early 90s maybe, but yeah, it's all in all. It's fine. It's just this one in itself kind of really like, oh, okay, this is this is not great. So who whoever kind of did this last one here kind of felt like they mailed it in a little, but yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on to the ending theme and uh, move on from there. Alright, this is definitely much more up to the standards that I feel Hot Dog Storm uh, should be living up to. It's catchy, it's uh, triumphant, I think it really works uh, works really well for having beaten the game and everything, and yeah, all in all, I, I, I got no complaints about this thing. The ending theme is really good, uh, really kind of sets the mode up for, not mode up, but mood up for just, you know, having beaten a... Um, I guess mediocre shooter with a uh, pretty good soundtrack and a really dope name and art for it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the next thing, and that is the score ranking, which is kind of the last, like, I don't want to say full size piece of music we're going to listen to, but the last full size piece, I suppose.
again, I feel like this one lives up to the, the standards that Hot Dog uh, Storm has set up. It, you know, you know, again, uh, kind of goes with the original ethos of Rock Out With Your Card Out. Uh, great video game music from games that maybe aren't so great that, um, you know, has since sort of just evolved into just, you know, a cool title for a podcast. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe the podcast has evolved into what I described. Maybe it's a great title for a podcast with a uh, perfectly mediocre uh, content in the middle there. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Hot Dog Storm, really good stuff. I enjoy the hell out of the soundtrack. It is one of those ones that I don't think you really need to play. You can go check a long play of it if you really want. I think it takes like 30 minutes to really get through it. But yeah, for the most part, it's fine. Um, We're going to close things out here with Game Over, and uh, I'll come back and kind of wrap up the show proper. Pretty sufficiently dour, I guess. If you get shot down at Hot Dog Storm, this is uh, this is what you hear. So yeah, um, I, hopefully I didn't call it Hot Dog Thunder at all <laughs> at some point because there's a couple times I was thinking like Hot Dog Thunder would be a cool name too, maybe a sequel to uh, Hot Dog Storm. You do Hot Dog Thunder. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, you know, it's the imaginary sequel in my head. Uh, I just thought about it a couple of times and then, you know, like, hey, wouldn't it be silly if, like, they really actually made your uh, your ship a hot dog or something like that? You know, have corn dogs in there for the easy mode, uh, you know, like chili dogs for a more advanced mode or something like that. I think that would be, uh, I think that'd be kind of fun and probably stupid and nobody would play it. Um, might, might have been a hit on X-Blig, uh, Xbox Live Indie Games, uh, you know, in the 360 era, but I can't imagine anyone would give a shit about it in 2021. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that'll wrap up the podcast for this week. Um, you know, again, check out the social media links and the Patreon links in the show. Notes. I really appreciate you guys doing all that stuff. Um, if you want to go over to iTunes or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is and rank the podcast, I'd appreciate it, but don't feel obligated to do so. Apparently, that does fuck all for your visibility in the rankings. It is just new subscribers. So you want to really do something and you can't afford to uh, you know, chip in any money, please, 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 just tell a friend. That's all. Uh, just say, hey, this guy, Jason, he's perfectly adequate at talking at times, but has some really interesting taste in video game music and maybe not interesting taste, but uh, definitely brings some interesting stuff to the forefront that a lot of video game music podcasts don't talk about. So I appreciate Alex Messenger a few episodes back saying he feels like more people should be listening to this. And I agree more people should be listening to this. (laughs) So yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's a it's a labor of love, and you know I, I don't expect to ever make a living doing this. I would love to, but uh, yeah, unless this Patreon thing really takes off, I don't think that's going to happen. And hey, you know whatever, I enjoy doing this. I'll keep doing this indefinitely until the uh, uh, foreseeable future. Yeah, I was trying to think of something a little bit more dramatic than foreseeable future, but you know that's whatever. You know, sometimes you again have a host who just adequately talks at times. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, one more time, happy birthday, Nathan. I hope you had a great one. And everyone else out there, just take care of yourselves. Great! I knew that groove was in your heart.